Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Oh, why, thank you, Coltrane. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I am Bob Fournier, broadcasting live from the ZAMP Command Center, I guess I'll go back to calling it. Welcome to episode 150, everyone. Yay, we made it. By we, I mean, it's just me tonight, guys. There's no one else recording. That's not true. Oh, God, hey, you made it. I wasn't trying to do a show solo. That'd be crazy. The busy zombie lord, Lou Page, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Well, that's good. That's good. And uh, Ryan, I got some other good news for some of our listeners. Ryan Murphy, how are you? How are you? How are you? This is Ryan. I'm good. Hey, Ryan. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually working and not working. Well, You're working, working but, right this second. Uh, I'm working right now. Oh. Um, no, I am a good chunk of the way through all of the different intros that I have. Oh. That I've used throughout 150 episodes. I can't wait. We've had this great idea for the longest time to do a, basically like a skit episode. And I know there have been folks going through our back catalog and and would probably, actually when we told them, yes, you can go through the archive, but you also have to catalog all of our skits and stuff. We probably (laughs) should have done that. Uh, Yeah. But anyways, if you if you haven't been back through the archive, we are hoping to do a, a skit episode where we pull all of Bob's fantastic work of skits and music and, oh man, so much good some, stuff. Some not as fantastic as others. But uh, yeah, I'm actually, it's it's been kind of fun. I started with stuff on the, that was saved up on, on, the, on the cloud. Oh. And um, <clears throat> so I started going through and putting some stuff together. So hopefully... Uh, I would say maybe even by the end of October, we might have a, a little zamp. And there might be some bonus content in there, too. Uh, I was tweeting with one of our listeners, and uh, I might put a few songs together that maybe they want to hear a little bit more of. So, hey, there might be some bonus content on that episode, too. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of like really shitty line recordings that I gave you that you could probably dig <laughs> up. <laughs> that would be the ultimate back catalog, is to just, <clears throat> you know, this stuff. Don't get your trick. No, I say, Cage Kringle, don't get your tinsel in a tangle, Cage Kringle. Look at this guy over here. Makes two faced, thinks he owns the place. I don't even get it. I don't even understand what that's from. Dude, it's been how long? Four years? Makes two faced, and he thinks he owns the place. What am I talking about? I don't even know Echo- where that comes from. I'm not sure what was said. Oh, the Joker. No context for it. It makes no sense. Because I was pretending yeah. to be the Joker, and uh, he makes two faced. Remember in the Dark Knight? That's how long ago it was. No, we haven't done. We haven't been doing the show that long. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> All right, so we we do have a, a finale and a premiere to talk about today. So maybe we, I, I let's jump into the zombie news. Let's let's talk about it. Don't get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. <laughs> 
uh, Frank Grimes isn't working. Um, <clears throat> Frank Grimes coming yeah. up in the news a couple times. All right, so we got a YouTube trailer for. Yeah. Let's talk about The Walking Dead, shall we? Oh, we weren't going <laughs> to yeah. do that, were we? Um, the premiere. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, guys, it's so close. <laughs> like it's like mm-hmm. two weeks away. Um. So first of all, there's an article out, and uh, they're saying that the person who Negan kills, and this is from uh, Greg, right? Greg Nicotero? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's it's not, not even, even the worst The yeah. worst part of the episode. So <laughs> what do you think that means? I mean, it could mean a lot of things. It could mean that I, I think really what they're trying to push is the, and we'll talk a bit more about it in a bit, but the psychological horror that they're playing out at the premiere of season seven including the six months of waiting for season seven and i i believe it like for those folks who know the comics or have friends who spoiled the comics or have friends who have continued to try not to spoil the comics but like we all know something happened we all know a version of that story so him saying that's not the worst part to me means that they've got some They've got a cherry to lay on top of this cake for uh, yeah for Negan. Yeah, so obviously we have. Um, <clears throat> let's let's talk. So there's a lot that will go on through there, but let's talk about the YouTube clip called the, the Right Hand Man. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that <laughs> so, feels like it's ripped right from the comics. Am I so mistaken? Yeah, it's so early on in the comics, and the, this if you haven't read the comic books, this isn't a huge spoiler, but um, Rick loses a hand in the comic book, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. His right hand, right? And yeah, and R- Robert Kirkman regrets that immediately. Like he he said, it was the hardest thing for him to write into the comic. Now uh, he wish he hadn't done it. And in this trailer. And this is looks like immediately after the Negan kill scene. It is literally you can tell it's right after. Mm-hmm. And Rick threatens Negan and says, "I'm gonna kill you." He does his Rick line because I think we've heard this one before. <laughs> like the "Won't be today, won't be tomorrow, but I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, maybe that's why um, I felt like it was familiar because he said it before. Yeah, he said it before. He's <laughs> the famous Rick Grimes threat. Um, and Negan, he goes, you know, basically, "Well, you're gonna kill me with a hatchet," and Rick's like, "Yep." And uh, Negan drags him into the RV. And I got to say, too, that's a powerful scene that shows how strong Negan is, too. <laughs> like, yeah. he literally just drags him, like, just throws him into the RV. And the clip's called Right Hand Man. Oh, my God. Do you think they cut off Rick's hand? That was my theory. And obviously, like, this is getting into spoiler territory for speculative, uh, speculative spoilers, which aren't really spoilers, but also spoilers for season six of the walking dead but honestly um season season, well season six yeah anyways my theory is basically like this trailer's put out there to be like okay yes we've been kind of showing you trailers of you know just negan and negan's men and kind of prepping you for the other stories we're going to be telling in season seven but this youtube video is strictly here's what's up like we've cut out the first five minutes where we beat someone to death and here's the aftermath. Rick is is just you feel it. Like I was yeah. I was very uneasy watching this clip because Rick is very 
he is he's he is a broken man something has happened in front of him that is just completely and utterly trashed him as a character and uh i think that you know negan dragging him into the rv and it's funny in two weeks we're going to be talking about this all over again so we don't want to i know but don't you though (laughs) i do i do i really do and and negan dragging rick across the ground and and throwing him in the rv i think is a combination of showing how beaten rick is and also like you said how strong negan is because jeffrey dean morgan looks like a big dude but not that big You know, well, he's got superpowers. Oh, right, he's the comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He shot um, JFK. So here's the thing, too. Like, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're just setting this up, and maybe Negan just beats the crap out of Rick, sure, um, for for talking and teaching him a lesson, and then you know maybe the hatch, maybe it was just a little hindsight, make us kind of think twice, kind of thing. But um, it also could yeah. be just a throwaway scene that they put in to just freak us out as as watchers. Absolutely. Too. So and then, then, then we might wonder. not even see that scene, guys. Then you gotta wonder though too. This who does Negan kill thing? Because now at the very end of this clip, there's just a pool of blood and what I'm assuming is brain matter. Yeah, <laughs> and, there's, was, there's not yeah. enough to even left to identify who it is. But the 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 people <laughs> out there, they did some digging. They did some research. They analyzed this photo and they found a ring in it. Um. Oh no! Really? Yep. So now the question is, who had a ring? Was it Maggie? Was it Glenn? Was it? Did Abraham have a a, a ring on? You know, like no, did Glenn. he have a ring that he was going to propose to Sasha with? Like Abraham, you know. Um, Lou so, Lou seems to know who it is. <laughs> yeah, he writes for him. So, yeah, so. it's Glenn. Um, so then the other question too is, <laughs> I didn't even let him. I, it's I, Glenn. Everybody, I was you guys, I was going down this rabbit hole. And uh, as you guys were talking, I was just reading different things from different sites, and I'm starting to read about this ring, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is crazy. And then I'm reading about the shadow, and like someone freeze frame Negan swinging down on the bat, and the shadow of Negan cast on him is the sheriff's hat that Carl's wearing. No, and they're okay, like, come and on, they're like, oh hey, look, this is directly underneath Negan, and you see the shadow of the sheriff's hat, and I'm like. Yeah, he's. They're right. You, know, you can clearly see it. And I'm like, I honestly, before today, I was like almost a hundred percent dead set that I I knew who it was. And I think we talked about it. And I was telling you guys it was probably more than one person. And I like you know mm-hmm. who I thought it was. And uh, now I'm like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> like, but that's the best part, you know. We, it is. We don't know. Like, and and I think that I I know Lou knows, but. I yeah, really believe that if if it is Glenn, awesome, cool. Not really awesome, but like it's it's fine. <laughs> you know, uh, this isn't another Andrea moment where we're gonna cheer for someone's death. Like Glenn right. dying, that's a worthy death. It affects all the characters. It works. If it's someone else other than Glenn, there are a few in that lineup that would kind of be like, eh, that's not really gonna push the characters forward. Like that's what they keep saying. Like a death means pushing the characters forward and there are certainly some characters in there that if they bite the dust to negan's brutal beating um it, it would it would push the story forward i've even heard people sort of say like what if it's maggie you know and well, that would certainly throw glenn over the edge losing well that's the thing too wife. like if you if it's maggie then glenn obviously doesn't just stand by and lets it happen and then both maggie and glenn are dead right um right 
and that there's there's your other thing like oh like one if they one if they try and fool us and he beats maggie in with a bat and then glenn tries to save her and he he shoots her with a pistol that he has and you know like all of a sudden we're all like oh it's not glenn and then all of a sudden it is glenn but um and then here here's the thing as we're talking about this my stomach just starts to like twist and go into knots because a watching the season the scene the final scene in season six gave me kind of like felt sick to my stomach moment and then watching this preview for season seven and seeing the pool of what my imagination doesn't show up for very long but my imagination when i first watched it you immediately see oh that's just blood oh no that's brains oh no that's pieces like it's just i am not i am looking forward to the return but i am not looking for like i'm almost tempted to just skip that part and you can't i know i can't but i'm tempted to skip it and read about it because i am just already up inside my head about how squeamish i'm going to be with that like i'm going to have to pause it after that season that part's done walk away like i can already i know i'm getting inside my head on this but am i alone here does anybody else think that this thing is just gonna they're gonna do it such justice that it's gonna be just gross and too too much I think um, if the fear of the Walking Dead finale has taught us anything, there's no such thing as too gross. Um, uh, all I can say is I'll be watching this and eating dinner at the same time. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Now, that's unceremoniously just like, see you later, you hippies. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be – I think – and I honestly think – and I don't want to drag on too long about The Walking Dead, but – Oh, yeah. We I don't really want to talk do too f- much about The Walking Dead. I do feel like – when this happens, mm-hmm. there's going to be a feeling of no matter who it is. Oh, I'll, depending, you know, if if it's if it's like Eugene or something, we'll just be like, ah, oh, crap. But um, well, yeah, like I said, there's some characters there. If it's a well-deserving like character that we've watched since season one, I think after the show and the episode's over, there's going to be a moment of disbelief, like a little bit of a. Oh, a Ned Stark moment. Watching that, yeah, it's it's going to be tough, and I think a lot of people don't won't really feel that way until it actually happens. Because everyone right now is probably still in pissed off mode. Although I think we've gotten a little bit better. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'm not I'm not pissed off, and I don't think I ever like I was kind of pissed off when it was happening, but like right after when we recorded that episode with Garrett, I was kind of like, you know what. I'm fine with it because I feel like it was a good bookend to that season and also a great because it really not knowing who it was and kind of hiding that fact, but still knowing that someone is dead sort of sets up season seven to be its own thing as opposed to starting with the grieving, you know, and I look back to the season where we came back and they dealt with Terminus, right, where they were captured. And at the end of that season, it was kind of like they're fucking with the wrong people and that's how it ends and then it comes back and like not one of them die and they all yeah. escape and everyone's happy we're not getting that this season we know someone's dead we know that they're not going to make it out you know without a scratch like it's this is the opposite of that scenario and and they were being led to slaughter in, in that other one and they escaped like yeah right this is not that this is there's some someone is going to be someone is someone we we love as a character is going to be gone because i don't think i don't think they they um what was that chick who got the bolt through the eyeball i don't think they denise this i think they they go 
all out and they kill a beloved character, I don't think they cop out and, and Denise it. They, they're going to give it to someone who we care about. Um, yeah. Whether it's Glenn or Maggie. I think Maggie's Maggie would prove the ruthfulness ruthlessness of Negan. Because like you said, in the comics, Negan has like no kids, no women kind of rule. You know? But we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's talk a little bit, too, before we get into some other Walking Dead news. Um, yes. Ash vs. Evil Dead has been renewed for a third season. Yay. Oh, it's, come on. We knew that was going to happen. It's butt-wearing fun, according to Lou. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> um, good news, though, right? I mean, th- it's been a fun show so far. It, it has, and I, I definitely see where it's going in the future. And uh, there's definitely room for a third season. Uh, at least thus far, I can see where they're going to point us in a third season direction. And man, is it some fun. So I- I'm all in for a third season. So Yeah. We talked about doing more content for the show and, and possibly having like a Deadite corner. Considering Ash vs. Evil Dead is so easy to watch. Uh, uh, well, for some of us, it's, I guess for some reason it's not easy for me to watch. But um <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this show more, and not just in the fact that it's been renewed. So and so got cast. Like it'd be really cool to to give our spoiler thoughts. And I know I know you've been watching it, uh, Lou. So yes, and you've been enjoying it. You say yes, and I probably would be willing to watch it again. I've enjoyed it so much. So well, that's that's high praise from the busy zombie lord. Cool. It's so. it, it's it's been like a highlight of my week when I get to watch a new episode. So. <laughs> Uh, just from what you tell us off the air, it just sounds like so much fun. I mean, off the air and uh, uh, live streamed Alpha Geek. Uh, hello, Alpha Geek, as a little bonus. So if you're not watching live, you're missing little tidbits you missed, like you missed a like a humdinger of a description. If you know what I mean. Oh, humdinger. That's yeah. funny. All right. So before we get into our topic this week, we have another announcement. Ryan, I set the stage for you. Ah, thank you. Ryan goes to the movies. Could be back. Maybe, possibly. Depends how much you like helping children. So every year (laughs) we we do a charity called Extra Life. I set that one up well, didn't I? So Extra Life. Like I almost just donated right now. Like, ah, man. No, uh, seriously, though, uh, Extra Life is a fantastic charity that that I take part in every year, and I always try to find ways to sort of incentivize listeners to donate, you know, not just for the tax receipt, because that's not necessarily as fun, but uh, to to get some sort of reward that then brings content to the show. So I had someone write, uh, Tammy, I'll give this to Tammy credit, she posted the Facebook page and said, in an earlier episode, (laughs) what? (laughs) What? Sorry. What? Oh, my fault. Oh, my fault. Are you not listening? Uh, anyways, uh, is this a gif? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta look it up because he. Uh, oh God. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Sorry. It's. I don't want to. I didn't mean to do that. It, it just came out because Lou put a link in Skype, and it I don't even want to watch that clip. This. It that just hit me. So. Anyways, uh, thanks yeah, to ahead, 
This is serious business. It's for the kids. I know. I know. Uh, good. So Tammy posted to our Facebook page and said in an earlier episode, Ryan mentioned doing a Resident Evil movie stream for charity. I think this is a really great idea. Uh, and I kind of said, yeah, why not? Let's do it. So I have an interest in watching the Resident Evil movies. And I know people have an interest in Ryan having a, a segment on the show, uh, which was Ryan Goes to the Movies. And anyways, so for every... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a tally of donations. So if you donate to uh, My Extra Life uh, uh, fundraiser, we're going to tally up those donations. And then on October 29th, which is when we're doing the stream for 24 hours, uh, we'll tally all those donations up. And based on how far we get, we will watch a Resident Evil film. So for every $25 raised in the name of Zamp, we will uh, watch... Uh, and by we, I mean I, and whoever wants to join in will watch a Resident Evil movie. So starting with Resident Evil, all the way to Resident Evil, the final chapter, I will go to the theaters. So if we hit $150, which is the Resident Evil max goal, I will go to the theaters the first week it's out, watch it, and do a Ryan Goes to the Movies of a movie in theaters. And if you do a $500 donation, Ryan will go in live broad screen, <laughs> just at the movie yeah. theater. That's he illegal. Will live, <laughs> just go, no. So... Um, this would be a lot of fun if you guys if you guys could help Ryan out and donate also for for a great cause too. The Extra Life Charity does some great work for uh, children's hospitals around everywhere. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great fun. And honestly, I've I've always wanted to bring back the segment. It's just I haven't had time to. It's tough watch finding time to watch a movie and Walking Dead and news and prep for shows. So, but I'm excited and to bring it back. And take care of a kid. And take care of a kid. Yes. I, I, hey, I so that. not to throw any ideas out there at you, but <clears throat> it would be kind of fun to like to play Resident Evil or watch Resident Evil and maybe throw a Discord out there and let people join in. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Do a viewing party. That'd be really cool. And honestly, yeah. I don't think I've seen Afterlife or Retribution. So. There's going to be some fun in there, and and really, it's not it's not a ton of money. If we can band the the, the viewers together, get some money together to help these kids, a hundred percent of your donations go to helping these kids uh, that are at these hospitals suffering from some 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 pretty bad stuff, and that's why they go there to get treated. So, uh, some awesome things. We'll have more details as we go, but uh, and we'll have a link in the show notes. But if you go to extra-life.org slash participant slash ryan murphy you will find me or just search for ryan murphy but we'll have links in the show notes go there donate mark your donation with the comment zamp and we'll keep people posted as we make progress and hey if we start donating early maybe we'll uh we'll have resident evil next week or the week after that's uh extra life october 29th 24 hours streaming uh twitch.tv slash tv if you want to catch all the fun and uh, we'll have some stretch goals as well. One stretch goal that was suggested was zombies on a plane. So if we hit two hundred dollars, I will buy zombies on a plane, and I will play it, and I will stream it. Maybe not on Extra Life, but I will stream it for Zamp for all to see. Uh, so looking forward to that. Yeah, and it, it is a good cause, really good cause, guys. Yeah, and, you know, um, I know I will be donating to Ryan. Oh, thank you. I said it here. I promise you. Um, You're gonna make me watch a Resident Evil movie, aren't you? <laughs> I, that's pretty much the reason. I actually just want to see you play <laughs> Zombies on a Plane. Um, but no, it's a, it's a great cause. And when is it? October 29th. Yes, it'll be October 29th. It's uh, October 29th. I don't know when we're starting, but we will be streaming all day, and we'll we'll have some other incentives as well for people to uh, donate live when we're playing. 
Uh, so there's going to be some fun stuff. So if you want to hold off on your donation until the big day, that's fine too. If you want to get us started early, that's also fine. Really looking forward to the event. I, I really enjoy doing it every year, and um, it's really cool to, to give back to charities like this. It's it's an awesome charity. Yeah, it's definitely great. It's definitely definitely awesome. And if I wasn't old, I would do it again with you. I Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I should say the, the first few years that we, we all did this together – and I can't do 24 hours anymore. I just can't. It's tough. And you know what? You guys saying out there, I could do it. I, it's no problem. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Because I think uh, I think it was one of the last times I did it with Ryan, it was around 4 a.m. And I was playing, just to stay awake, I was playing iPhone games. And Ryan messaged me. And I don't remember what you were doing. You're like, hey, you want to play like Hearthstone? Or so I can't remember what it was. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm almost done. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it's rough business, and yeah, once four a.m. rolls around, it it starts to get pretty pretty rough. And uh, yeah, doing anything, yeah. I always say, doing anything for twenty four hours doesn't matter what it is, you are gonna hit a wall. And with video games, it's usually around the three a.m. four a.m. mark, and you got to get creative. And, and really, the way to get creative is just to is to kind of uh, play with other people and, and have a good time. So if if you're around. Check out the stream, twitch.tv slash amovetv. Check out our Extra Life page uh, and donate. And um, let's watch some Resident Evil movies. And I'll, yeah, I'll be, yeah. Well, maybe we, uh, if we get, if you guys get really generous, we'll add some video game milestones on there. Maybe we start playing through um, the old zombie games, the old Resident Evil games. I listen, to I, I'm okay. If you get a certain donation, I'll make sure I'm there and I will play Left 4 Dead with you again. Oh, right. Uh, as long as you don't yell at me when I accidentally shoot something and I kill Lou and everyone else. Yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, somehow I managed to always be the one that survives. <laughs> was it you? I don't remember. I just remember Ryan yeah, getting very you. mad at me. <laughs> yeah, you, you did kill everybody, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite Walking Dead show, Fear uh-huh. the Walking Dead. Imagine what they'll do to me if anything happens, Dad. That is the incorrect clip, everyone. I'm going to uh, go ahead and try this one. Because I have power pills. <laughs> what happened to this show? That was so much better back in the day. Um, seriously, I don't know where the clip is. I don't know how I'm supposed to. How am I supposed to even do this? Just Hold on. Let it. me try this one. Just let me try this one. You're not going to let Travis die out there alone because you're scared for me. We're past that. Look, we found this place. We'll find another. We've lost too many. Are you really going to? Leave for the man who abandoned you. Come with us, Victor. I had the chance to kill myself. I chose not to. I wouldn't die for him. And I'm not dying for any of you. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be alright. He was he was my favorite. I don't think we've seen the last of him. <clears throat> Strand. Oh my word! I, you know this show has a really like a tendency to be like, and you'll never see this character again. But except, yeah, it gives us an excuse to hop around, so you'll you'll see Strand again, and he'll probably fuck that place <laughs> up and then try to find them again. So, and, yeah. If it's one thing we've learned mm-hmm. from our Walking Dead viewer pleasure. Until you see someone dead, they are not dead. 
<laughs> like yeah. you can never really think they're dead. So let's talk. So there's two episodes, right? Episode 14 and 15. Um, 14 started off with Ophelia, was it, or was that 15? Uh, she reaches. She reaches the border. Yeah, that's but, uh, 14. That's 14. But she's also pretty much captured right away, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she gets over. So okay. So that's her whole storyline, right? She reaches yeah. the border. She gets captured. We don't hear from her again. She gets captured by. Honestly, this show. Uh, it's almost like, hey, you know what's big? Building the wall between Mexico and the United States. Why don't we make crazy border people the enemy of season three? Well, and no. It, I, no. Well, look, the guy who literally captures Ophelia looks like the type of person who you would think would be uh, like a crazy border patrol person. He's old, he's white, and he has a dude gun. Dude from Sons of Anarchy, I think. Um, he, I know he's an actor. I've seen him before. But uh, he... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd have that anyway. Like, I, I don't think it's just Border Patrol. I, I think it is Border Patrol, but it's also... I don't know. I think during a zombie apocalypse, you would try and keep as many people out as you could. Whether I, 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 I whether. don't think so. I think at this point, if the government has fallen as far as it, we've seen so far in the show in general, where whole cities are gone, I think mm-hmm. Border Patrol people have more important things to deal with than protecting the border. Nope. <laughs> you gotta, gotta keep Not that Not according wall. to this show. Um, so, basically, we find out... Um, was it 14? Yeah, 14. So the big, the big reveal... Is uh, so Travis and what's her face are together. We saw the clip of the kids opening going into the gate um, yeah. from last season and their or last episode. So they're all in there. They're in the hotel, and uh, Madison eventually figures out that those are the kids that were with Chris. Yeah, and she tries to sneak them away. So it was basically like, <clears throat> "See you later, Chris." We all thought Chris was coming back the next episode, and then it was. See you later, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of jam packed. Um, they killed him off screen. Like they, they. I know they showed his death, but it was still like a flashback, which is kind of like. So, have they done that and before? That's, and that's where we have to kind of wonder, right? So basically, Travis um, sees the kids, and he he kind of gets all freaked out. He wants to talk to him, find out where Chris is. First, they say that Chris fell asleep. And he, you know, was launched out of the car through the windshield, and... The story changes, like, three times. Yeah. So Travis picks up on the story change, and then pretty much beats those kids to death. Like, not yeah, pretty much, brutally, but, like, too. actually does. <laughs> he, he literally beats them to death, and he finally gets them to admit what they did. And basically, his son had two broken legs, and they shot him in the head. Yeah, they put him out of his misery like they did with their other friend. Yeah. Um, but, as Ryan said... This is all the tale that they're telling of us. So, <clears throat> two things I think of when this happens, and I'll, I'll take your guys' take on it too. I kind of like the idea of this because in a post-apocalyptic world, you are not going to be there for every death around everyone yeah. you care about, right? And I think yeah. I'd said this when Glenn died, supposedly, on <laughs> The Walking Dead. I said, it's more real because... Not every death is going to be this big dramatic thing and the whole family is going to be around and all your friends. Sometimes bad shit happens and you die out there, Um, which I agree with. The other half of that is, is he really dead? He is. Oh, you think so? 
Yeah, he's part of Agents of Shield's cast now, so I'm pretty sure he's not coming back. Is he? Oh, good. Who is he in yeah. Agents of Shield? Um, he is Ghost Rider's Whitey brother. Teenage in a, Kid Ben. Oh he no. He is Ghost Rider's brother in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say he, he's Ghost he's, Rider. You know, and he's already more badass and actually a better actor in Agents of Shield, and he's only been in like one episode than he was the entire run of this show. So I wonder if he just didn't want to be on the show, like after an episode, if he was just like, "That's yeah, a lot of work." I watched a I little bit of. Uh, uh, I don't usually watch Talking Dead, but I I booted it up because there was a death, and I I don't know, I wasn't a big fan of Chris and the way he was talking. Like, I think he really appreciated his time on the show, but. Um, the way they were all talking, they were talking as if his character was like amazingly written, and it was a fantastic uh, sort of experience to do something different. And, and really, I think they ran out of ideas quick with Chris, and they just yep. took way too long to get rid of him. Uh, and they did it in such an uninteresting way. Like, I think the way it affects Travis was kind of like, of course he's going to kill them. And, of course, he's going to do it in a way that endangers everybody else. Uh, and, of course, so, it's just – it's so predictable. And I think before the episode, we had sort of asked, like, what, what do we think is going to happen? And I can't remember – you know, originally you were thinking, that, uh, Lou, that Travis was going to kill Chris or something. I mean, in the end, Chris was always going to die, all of our theories. But – yeah. Um, We've sort of moved around I'm, a lot, I'm, but I'm I'm glad that it happened the way it did, and it didn't happen the way I predicted it, sure. because therefore shadowing symbol made it feel like Travis was going to have to kill him, and the fact that he didn't, I like this that this change because it makes Travis be, it it breaks Travis and forces him to kill somebody, which is something he hasn't done in the show. I think he's the only person thus far that hasn't killed a, a live person. Mm-hmm. At this point in our main cast, well, now that's changed. Well, yeah, he he's killed two people pretty brutally, and I know you mentioned like, you know, um, seeing this happen. I think the the human on human violence is sort of reserved to the fact of like, oh, it's either off camera and it's brutal, or it's on camera and it's a gunshot or a stab or something. Yeah, and and we. I was gonna say, and we should also say he actually kills a third person. So yeah, okay, I gotta yeah. ask you about that. Okay, How, did I miss it? He like, <laughs> like slammed I, the door on his head, or the something. the guy sticks his head between the door and his arm, okay, and so like he's reaching it. through, and Travis kicks the door. That's all that happens okay. is Travis kicks the door and the guy still tries to go through, and he kicks the door again, and finally they pull him back through the door, and Travis kicks the door shut. Like, I know that, that that can hurt, but it didn't look to me like his head got crushed or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just thought okay. I just thought it looked to me like he got knocked unconscious, which made sense. Like, and then, then they come back and they go, his brain is swelling and he's dying. And I was like, really? Well, that, you get hit hard that enough. Fast. No, that fast. He knows. Well, the, the thing, and it's funny because I, I did miss that because I was, I don't know what happened, but I was watching the episode. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why are they so mad? <laughs> I was trying to figure it out, and I was like, "Wait, what? They don't even know these guys. Why are they so upset with Travis?" Uh, it, and then, it, it, and then it, it, I see the other guy getting operated on. I'm like, "How did? How did Travis? I don't remember." Well, I mean, it was literally like a split second. If you blinked, you missed it. I also think that even if Oscar wasn't injured, they'd still be a little wary about someone who just brutally beat two kids. 
uh, up because those they, well, they yeah. were younger. They were younger folks, right? They weren't. He was definitely the senior in that sort of fight, and uh, just the way he took them out was was brutal. And uh, he went over the edge, and and like I said, like usually they cut away. Like the last time, there would have been something this sort of like graphic was probably when they killed um, the hunters in The Walking Dead. But they cut away yeah. for that, right? Yeah. You, you got the sense of what they were doing, but they didn't show it. They cut away, thankfully, because it was pretty gruesome. But this is like, it's like this Rocky. Is bad. This is pretty brutal. This is a, a very real type of fight with uh, one guy versus two guys, you know, an, an older guy versus two kids. And it was very like awkward watching it but it was not like a this was awkward it was like a i felt awkward because i was like oh this just feels so real you know um just kind of how and i gotta say the the actor playing travis does a really good job of being broken um and you just felt it you know what i mean and like yeah, even yeah. when he was like done at the end he threw one kid through the door and then and, like, you, and, and, and you as the viewer totally sympathized with his yeah with, with his thing and until he kicks the door shut and kills the other guy and you're like but guess what eh. if you miss that part you're still totally cool with it yeah um, i i felt like when he kicked that door i'm like he's just in a blind rage and he's just like stay out oh, yeah and, and they didn't take him seriously right because they you know it's just travis like oh if madison yells long enough he'll stop because that's what makes him stop just madison being the the bestest person ever but it doesn't work that way and he's pissed and it's not only because his son's dead. He personally blames himself, even though like the son gave him really no opportunity. But right. he gave up on his son and 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 was conflicted. And he now sees that this is his fault, and he wants to basically take take those two kids out in a in a manner. And even when he's like slowly killing them and finishing them off, he's staring at the people at the door as they're telling him to stop, and. And he's just like, nope, one more, one more quick boot to the face, and I'm still gonna keep going. And it was just, it was creepy and just very well done. As I think he's the best part of the show. Like he's been, he's uh, been consistent. I think one of the best, one of the best for sure. One of the, and he's had his moments where you, where uh, he's. I think we he, all hated him. <laughs> like back in. We April. did, yeah. I, I I took that back immediately. Like he hasn't been consistent, but he's been really good lately. And he's the we, best part him. of the finale. I would say we really liked him. I think he was one of the high points of season one, and he was okay the beginning of this. It, his interactions with Chris, I think, have been his weak spot. And now yeah. that Chris is gone, I think he's going to be our Rick. Now, I was going to ask you: Do you think they're turning him in too much of a Rick character? Like, no, I, I, think- I think that's what this show needs. Well, yeah, but do you think? Because like I think like a few episodes ago, we talked about maybe Madison is almost like the Rick character because she just almost like she feels no remorse for a lot of the stuff she does. But now you wonder if if Travis is like that. It's almost like they're two halves of a Rick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like one's I the no remorse, going. one's the broken one. Um, so fourteen ended on a really like, ooh, this is crazy note, mm-hmm. uh, and they drag Travis away. Or no, we don't even see that. Oh, and we should also say that uh, Nick tries to negotiate with the cartel bandits for supplies, and they basically say, "Oh yeah, we know where your community is, and everybody, you've got till ev- tomorrow to give us everything we want, or we're, we're gonna, in. we're coming in." Yeah. 
so Nick and then Nick brings that back to them and um and Alejandro so, admits he's not actually immune to the infection. Well, he, he was bit by a drug dealer. Right? So he, does that he, happen in fourteen or fifteen? Fourteen. So yeah, he he gets well, he gets bit in fourteen, and we find out in fifteen. Right. Uh, we we can go right into that if you guys are all okay with it. Yeah. Um. So let's get into the the finale. This is this was the actual finale, right? We're not missing one extra episode. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. 15 is just a weird number to me for some reason. But um, it is an odd number. So. <laughs> get it? Sorry. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's super funny. Um, you laughed. So, yeah, we find out he gets bit on the arm, and Nick puts it together. He's like, hey, why don't you tell everyone, like, you were super scared when you got bit. Like, you're not immune. And he admits it. He admits it. And I right then when he said that, I was like, oh, poor Lou. <laughs> he wanted to believe so much. <laughs> well, we were um, like, there's no way I they just... reveal it on Fear the Walking Dead. No way. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Lou. <laughs> I was going to say, I just thought it would be an interesting direction for this show to take that's drastically different from the last show. So, so I, I wanted thought... to have hope that they were going to do something different, but they didn't. I thought the coolest way to... to um kill him would have been to never know whether or not he was immune that i i agree that would have been you, awesome do you, do you remember in season one of the walking dead where cdc guy whispered to rick you're all infected mm-hmm. yeah and we all kind of had a feeling that's what he whispered to him but we didn't we never we didn't know until what like season two or three when he said yeah. it yeah. um i that would have been a cool thing for like nick to lean down and let that guy Say like I'm not immune or something like that, and we we wouldn't actually know, but he he died anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I thought that would have been a much cooler death for him. But uh, the whole scene where the zombie bites him and bites another person and bites another person, um, you know, a little bit of a chaos breaks out over at the camp there, and uh, Nick's plan is to leave, and then he sees a helicopter over the border, and then he has another idea. <laughs> And he, like, and he comes back. Yeah, and it, his idea is we should leave and go for the border. Yeah, because he he, it was a medevac helicopter. Yeah. So this guy's bit. Nick's trying to lead everyone out of there for safety. And uh, he does a pretty good job of it. And they, they start heading north towards the border. Um, they had a pretty cool plan where, uh, what's his name, Alejandro, right? Mm-hmm. Was that it? Yeah, yeah. it's Alejandro. Yeah, and the whole plan was when the when the drug cartel came, he basically drove that bus to to trap all of them while the rest of his community fled. Got away. And I thought that was pretty cool. I, I did I think th- I did enjoy that. Yeah, it was a good sacrifice and, and gave him gave him his final wish of redemption. protecting the yeah. people and redemption. And honestly, like yeah, he lied to them, but he gave them something it, it's Oh gosh, I'm gonna piss people off. But it's kind of like it's kind of like an allegory to to a lot of things that people like worship or religion. It's just it's a it's a theme. It's a goalpost. It's something that keeps you moving forward, and you need that in this sort of like this landscape where if you just think, man, it's shitty out, and there's no way I can survive. What's the point? But this guy's like, no, I'm immune, and I'm I'm gonna rally everybody. There's hope. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was it like the best way to go about things probably not but 
in the in yeah. the end, he still kind of like had these people and kept them safe. And um, as we've seen in every Walking Dead episode, or once a community gets built, it ultimately gets torn down. Whether it's because someone gets a little cocky or someone gets a little too afraid. Um, in this instance, I think Nick probably didn't do them any favors, but uh, yeah. But it was really cool to see the way he went out and and still, like, kind of survive, you know, uh, throughout the whole ordeal. It, it not survive ultimately. He they, he was killed in the end, but um, survive long enough to to give our heroes the, sort of the he went that away moment. Right, right. Um. So we should say back at the hotel now. Uh, they're deciding on Travis's fate because he killed a guy. And literally, Madison and all of them basically kill a whole bunch of people that were basically cast members until this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like uh, uh, what's his name? Oscar dies. They kill his brother. They kill the guy that's there with the brother who's been in a couple of scenes. They, uh, they basically kill a whole bunch of people. They clean house. Just to save... They clean house to save Travis. Yeah, and which it, was which I, I will say was something I didn't see happen. Uh, I didn't ex- didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, okay. I was kind of worried that they were going to throw another hiccup in the ring in the ring, like where, you know, maybe, uh, maybe another one of the siblings, like the girl, gets uh, taken out. I can't remember her name, but. Um, Alicia, Alicia, but she ends up kind of saving the day by yeah, her yep. first kill, and it's like, oh my gosh! The, the, and and you know, Travis made a mistake, and in someone's life, of course, he needs to be held. He probably needs Account- to be held accountable for all three of the bloody murders that he took part in. But yeah. um, in this world, they they probably would have given him a pass for the for the tourists, but not for Oscar. Like that was right. That, that was, was not cool. Perfect. But yeah, I don't know. And that was, yeah. So they, and they, then things escalate pretty quickly. And I want to get into this now, but you know, in that whole hotel scene where she killed that one guy that was about to kill Travis. Yeah. And then Strand busted in and stopped everyone. And then he says, We all need to leave right now. And then a minute later, he's like, Yeah, I changed my mind. (laughs) I'm not coming. Um, it, everything seemed to happen too quickly. Yeah. I don't know if you guys felt like that too. Well, everything it, fell it, apart it, real quick. Yeah, it, it, everything with them escalated to the point where their goal, it, it seemed like the writer's goal was we need to make them leave the hotel now. So how are we going to do that? Well, we'll make them kill more people. That'll make them have to leave. Yeah. yeah, they can't be in a safe place for long, but it's not like we can burn down the hotel. We're not quite there yet. Uh, and it's, it's, it makes sense. Like it could have been worse where they rush them out of the hotel and they all leave happily ever after. The fact that Strand stays behind is the show showing a little bit of restraint to say like, yeah, okay, they got away with it, but not all the characters are going to be stupid enough to follow along. Like Strand has no connection to those. They're not family. So he's like, right. No, I've got it good here. You killed half the people I don't like. Now I can go in and you know, throw the mom off the balcony, but, you know. Uh, well, because she stabbed him. Well, I, I don't know. It just, it, Strand's motivation to not go with them didn't seem to make sense because it, it, 
at every turn, he is stuck by them. Even yeah. and him and Madison had bonded, and they were friends. And it was like, why would you not stay with these people? The it didn't make his his decision to stay doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, and it seemed like it was just kind of thrown in there at the end, kind of haphazardly. Yeah, and um, like and like it seemed like the entire season he was building a relationship with these people and doing things for them and with them. Yeah. And um, then they just throw it all away. In and then one all second. of a sudden he turns around and he says, "Oh yeah, I'm not dying for anyone here." Like that kind of thing. Like it, it just didn't seem like his character, you know. Um, yeah. A guy that's like for the first season and a half was like very meticulous on everything he did. His, yeah. He's just getting very, very like all over the place and scattered. Yeah. Um, so, but I say that because. Not about that, but the thing I felt like with these two episodes, they tried to jam in too much. Yeah, the story was progressing really nicely, and I think it's, that I think they maybe I don't know. It was almost like they were like writing the story out, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good." And then all of a sudden, like, "Oh God, it's the finale! Uh, jam everything in. That's probably three episodes worth, and we'll do it in two. And it just felt like it was too much all at once. Well, the yeah. crazy thing and, is because they've renewed season three for sixteen episodes, so why didn't and usually we're complaining that oh they've they've spread it out too much, but I think I think they they tried to do too much in these last two episodes. You probably could have done an extra episode where maybe it you know and it could have focused more on the ending of the season to kind of like give some more context as well, to why the army I, I, is now back. I will say these last two episodes, I was okay with episode 14 uh travis killing the guy and oscar dying and i was like okay all right i see where they're going they're gonna force them to leave and i felt like in 15 they took way too long to get madison and them to move i feel like that should have been resolved before oscar even actually died they should have just said okay we need to get travis out of here we need to leave now yeah, especially anyway, with Alicia, it, and yeah, it was like any way this unfolds, whether Oscar recovers or Oscar dies, uh, they're not going to be welcoming. So they should have just left, and we should have not known Oscar's fate. It was going to be more bloodshed, just no matter what, right? You know, right? And, yeah. and the fact that Oscar passes away when they, um, uh, what was the the other guy was like a veterinarian or something his brother uh, no he was a med student a med yeah. student and he had to like relieve pressure on the brain and uh didn't go up like oh it was pretty graphic like again this show oh, yeah not afraid to show like this isn't the stuff you're oh. you're seeing in like er or gray's anatomy this is like we are going to use this bone saw to cut a hole in the guy's skull and then drain fluid out. it was just a drill yeah, yeah um, it was just a drill and yeah. you know, too, we didn't even talk about Nick killing the zombie by poking his thumbs through its eyeballs <sighs> into its brain. Yeah, that was a bit much. <laughs> that was that was like twenty eight days later. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a little excessive. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, <clears throat> poor Nick too at the end. So we we do the whole Travis storyline where they start heading out, and uh, Nick starts heading north to the border. He shows Luciana the whole like helicopter that he saw, and you're like, all right, so Nick's now leading a group of people. <laughs> Yeah, North. which and oof. then gunshots everywhere. You're like, and I didn't see that coming. I was like, really? <clears throat> Can I be honest? That was the thing that made me dislike this episode was the way it ended. Yeah, so I felt I felt like a better ending would have been to 
show Nick and Luciana leading the people to the border, Madison finding out that they were heading for the border, and end the episode with everybody on the road and on the track to meet each other. And that next episode, we still don't know if they're going to run into each other or not, or if they're going to take the same path. Mm-hmm. But that they're both they're all going in the same direction. I felt like that would have been a much better way to end the series season. Instead, they end it with gunfight at the border with border patrol that makes no sense because those border guys didn't even tell them that they were there. It's like they stop and they they're drinking water and they're looking like we're free, and then it was like gunfight happens for no reason. And that's and that's what bothered me too. And it, like so, here's what I don't get. So. They look over the border. Everyone seems pretty excited. And then gunshots out of nowhere start killing some people in the group. And I think Luciana gets shot at some one point, too. Yeah, and she gets shot bad. Like, it's yeah. not a... Like, she's not going to make like, it, man. <laughs> she, she's not going to make it. And I, that, that that was my biggest gripe with this whole series, this whole season, after I saw her get shot. So, basically, they're not adding people to the cast. They're dwindling our cast. Yeah, it seems and, that way. And it's like... You know, in Walking Dead, people die, but we add people to the cast. Right. In this show, they're not adding people. They just keep taking people away. I, we're down. Our I, original heroes, we're now down to, what, five? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Five of the original cast members? <laughs> I, I think what they're trying, I think what they're doing with Fear the Walking Dead is they are telling, they're going to tell a concise story. I don't think Fear the Walking Dead has the sort of, it'll end when it ends mantra from amc like the walking dead has i think fear the walking dead ends at season three like they cap it and then maybe they start a new one they do uh run from the walking dead or cap not the walking so dead. fear the walking dead you know i and don't know. It, i i feel like and this is the other thing i agree with lou i would have much preferred this episode ending with them all on their path and uh, it, it, it felt like this ended this way because they wanted to create the same tension they did with the end of last season of Walking Dead, where yeah. there was somebody that might be dead. But then I, and, you're right. Like, but, I, it, but I felt like that that's not what this show does. Not well. You know, I mean, well, well, if you think about the way it ended last season, it, it ended with them being on the beach and needing to leave. Yeah, it and didn't end boat. with it, it. It you knew everybody's well being, but you were left going, "Oh, that's cool. They're going to end up on a boat." Yeah, and with this, it's and like, this, "Ugh, it's going to be." This is what happens when Trump wins the election. Like they just arm the border with a bunch yeah. of weird white people. That like, was ugh. kind of my my whole thing. Is is I went, "Oh, next season's going to go political." Which great. <sighs> Like, no, I don't think so. I don't think it'll go political, but it, it'll. But I, I feel your pain. That's what I thought. It's like, really, we're gonna do the border. I mean, I guess they have to address the border crossing stuff when it comes to uh, the American and Mexican border. And if they do it in a way that's not like let's build a wall type scenario, and they do it tastefully, and and let's let's look at it this way. The there no matter what way you slice it, there are tensions at the American and Mexican border. Fine. Let's say the apocalypse hits and the people that are left over are the hardcore military folks that that feel like America's America and the apocalypse doesn't change that. We gotta keep America great again. And that's and that's that's what they're setting up. And I could see it, you know, because those are the type of people that survive in this world. You're either you're good in groups or you're good in crazy groups. And that seems to be the Walking Dead mantra of like, you've got your survivors that are ragtag, 
and then you got your survivors that are just militaristic crazy people. That seems to I be just, always just, the case. I just feel like there's a better story there than what they're going, and it, it, it they get. I'm giving them three episodes. In all honesty, I'd like listener feedback, but uh, if the show doesn't pick up right away and do something interesting in the next, the first three episodes of its next season, I don't know if I want to keep watching. See, it would have been more interesting to end with keep the helicopters. Keep the, oh, that looks like a refugee camp type thing. Keep all of that. But don't yeah. show the gunfire. You can start season three with gunfire. Th- this goes back to the whole, like, season six finale not showing the death and saving it for the next season. That's still a tease. Let's not, we're not going to give them, we're not there yet where we're giving them a pass on that. But I can kind of see where they're coming from. Like, Showing the restraint enough not to show who get, who bites it, but still leaving that whole, like, you know someone's dead. So it would be nice, like, with this to be, like, what they did with the prison, where they're walking through the forest, camera pans out, we see the prison. And we know that we're getting the prison next season. Right. Well, my, my gripe with just Walking Dead in general is the first season ends and... They have to leave safety and go someplace else. And that's literally how the first season of the show ends in regular Walking Dead. And then in second season, big twist, they end up and they hint for the prison for next season. And they end up having to leave the farm. Makes sense. Okay, makes sense. Three, they end up at the prison. They end up defending the prison and staying at the prison. And it isn't until season four that they're forced to leave the prison. But they don't always end it on a down note. They end it on a either mediocre note or a high note. And it seems like seasons five and six of Walking Dead have both ended on, like, really down notes. Like, like five ends with them. Uh, is it five that ends with them in, in Terminus? Yes. Yes. And then it's the beginning of season six that... I might be getting it wrong. I, I think it's before. weird. Like it gets, it gets, it the gets wonky. The mid seasons are what throw me off. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But 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 it it, it it ended with terminus, and it was a down note where you were like, oh shit, people are gonna die, and they came back and they gave us the surprise, and I feel like that's what this show's trying to do now. Is it just trying to duplicate what they're doing with the other show? When I think that this could be telling its own story, and by leaving somebody in the leaving somebody in the lurch, where like we we Luciana, who's a character they've introduced, a character I like, and now they've left you on the hook thinking she's gonna die, and chances are she probably will die in the beginning of the next episode, beginning of the premiere, and you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I just I I don't feel like a bunch of dudes in army garb with guns shooting perfectly healthy strangers is interesting fodder like uh it's not it's not good zombie content it's just kind of more boring walking dead bullshit stuff that the show proper got away from when they realized oh crap this is heading down the tanker uh we need to pull up and and make this because the walking dead has a good balance between human drama and zombie drama they find a way to make it interesting fear the walking dead when was the last time there was zombie drama on that show? Like, probably None. the boat. Like, there was some stuff yeah. with the boat. 
but not a whole lot, which, you know, like this article kind of popped up uh, from Forbes uh, just after the Walking Fear the Walking Dead season finale. And it's Fear the Walking Dead needs to put uh, the actual fear of zombies back into the show. Because, like, they have the shortcut button where they all just slather on the blood and walk down the hill. Like, that completely cuts out the most interesting part about a zombie film, which is zombies. I don't know. It just... Right. And, and and they're doing that. And we've seen our, uh, the, our uh, the regular cast of regular Walking Dead do the blood trick a couple of times. But only when the situation is dire. And Fear the Walking Dead, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just cover ourselves in blood. Well, the weird thing is, is like, in Fear the Walking Dead, they, they feel like there are no repercussions to putting all this blood on. And it'd be really neat to have one scene where they're putting the blood. Oh, I'm going to go out and do some hunting. I better put all my blood. And then maybe the next episode, he's severely ill and, and dies. And and that sort of, like, retracts the, oh, maybe we only use this for, like, life or death situations. Because that right. shit ain't sanitary. Like, they make it look like they're putting on their face in the morning and it's like man i don't know yeah i i don't know i i'm gonna be honest with you guys i didn't i didn't hate the season i i hated the way it ended i i hated how it was it was just too too packed in and too much for two episodes i get kind of why they had to do it but maybe take out some of the other story from before um if it I think if it ended a little bit differently, for me, I'd be okay with the entire show. Uh, this season, I thought was kind of up and down, but I, I didn't hate it. I, I think I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it, and I'm really anxious to see how season three comes out. Um, if it's good, great. But I am really worried, like Lou said, if it and or Ryan said that if it's not different, if it doesn't blend that zombie human kind of interaction like then it's it's just going to be another stale zombie show yeah so i am excited too to see what uh you guys if you guys watch the entire season along with us uh, i'd be really interested in seeing what your feedback is for the show uh, we always love our listener support and listener feedback so if you guys want to go ahead and email that into us at info at zombies at my podcast.com love to get your take on it um we do have some listener feedback to go over, right? Mm-hmm, we do. Yeah. But before we do, oh. I just want to make a recommendation of my own. Um, <clears throat> one of our listeners actually hosts his own zombie podcast. Right. Um, it's it's called the Z Radio. It uh, stands, I think, for Zombie Enthusiast Deficiency Disorder. And um, he, <laughs> he does – yeah, it's pretty good, right? And um, they do a zombie show – uh, I mean, there's a lot of crossovers between. I, and I just listened to the latest episode. I think it was episode 90. Um, really good show, guys. Um, definitely um, more different talk than what we that what we do here on this show. They focus a lot, maybe a little more on video games and other more obscure zombie stuff, where we focus a little bit on more on The Walking Dead and whatnot. But um, awesome show and one of our listeners uh gabriel it's his one of like he co-hosts the podcast and um yeah i would i would search for it. it's on stitcher i listen i found it on my podcast director you got to search for it as z dot e dot d dot d that i did anyway to get it but it's it's called uh zed radio and 
really fun. I just wanted to uh, throw that out there because uh, great listener and all great great podcaster too. So go go check that show out too, guys. Get even more zombie content. Nice. No, that's awesome. And and he and his buddies have been uh, just flooding us with uh, co- good content, including uh, Zombie Puma Kitten with a segment suggestion. Hi, guys. Zombie Puma Kitten here. I'm a new listener, and I had an idea for a segment for Ryan. I'm listening through the archive, and I noticed that both Bob and Lou have a segment, but not our favorite Canadian. I haven't listened to the entire back catalog, but I'm going to assume you guys still don't have a segment for poor Ryan. So here's my <laughs> idea. And and I actually responded to this email when we got it and saying like, oh, listen a little further. We have a we have a segment that I have called Ryan Goes to the Movies and uh, it doesn't last long because I realized I would have to watch a new movie every week. <laughs> and and mo- usually movies I can't watch, A, around Ashley, or B, around my young child. So uh, it got tough to keep up. But but for charity, we're going to bring it back. But here's another segment, possibly called What Would Ryan Do? Or WWRD. <laughs> uh, in this segment, the listeners ask Ryan what he would rather do. And usually it revolves around two options. One option always involves a zombie horde. And the other option involves something ridiculous. In these battles, Ryan can only use his fire, extinguisher, and fire extinguisher nunchucks, beer bottles, and his big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember... The beer bottles. That was so long ago. It was because yes, it, was. it was The Last of Us, and I totally made <laughs> sense. Uh, I got this idea from one of your first episodes when the hosts were faced with either fighting a horde of zombies or being covered in shit from a portable bathroom. <laughs> I don't I, remember that. I don't remember that either. So anyways, I'll let uh, you, one of you two read the, the actual first submitted question for what would Ryan do, and I will do my best. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, you go for it. Here we go. <clears throat> The first submission for WWRD from Zombie Puma Kitten is Would Ryan mm-hmm. fight a greased up Nicolas Cage on bath salts and want to eat your face? Or a horde of zombies? By the way, Ryan, don't forget beer bottles, fire extinguisher nunchucks. And they, I guess that's it this time. Are we. Are, okay, so question Nicolas Cage. Is this like now Nicolas Cage or like yes. prime Nicolas Cage? Now Nicolas Cage. Okay. So I would probably go with the fight a greased up Nicolas Cage with the fire extinguisher nunchucks. And uh, I, I feel like those nunchucks... It's not going to work. They would work. And even if they didn't, you could like split them apart like cool nunchucks and then like use them as extinguishers to like put them in his face. And he'd be all like... Can I just say, Ryan, hmm. Nicholas Cage should be your choice, obviously, because how awesome would it be for you to beat the crap out of Nicholas Cage with a beer bottle afterwards and then be like, yeah, Nicholas Cage went crazy on me on bath salts and I beat the crap out of it. But here's the thing, Ryan. Here's hmm. the problem. Oh, what's that? I feel like you could probably outwit, outsmart, and outrun a horde of zombies. Do you remember that? Do you remember that that news of those guys on Bath Salt? They're they're pretty messed up. They they're doing they were naked, Ryan. Nicholas Cage would probably be naked. Do you hmm. change your mind? That's tough. Now he's naked. I figured he was just greased up, but he was gonna have like clothes on. But no, no but on a serious no. not on a serious note, but on a, another hypothetical note, people on bath salts are literally like twenty eight days later zombies, right? Like they're just running around like crazy. Are you okay with that? Like what if it's like a horde of slow 
Romero zombies or a Nicolas Cage on Basalt, but he's like turbo. You know what I mean? Like he, can you escape that? Can you really beat him with your fire extinguisher and nunchucks? Maybe not. I mean, like, but that's the other thing about like a zombie horde. Like you're not taking on a horde with fire extinguisher nunchucks. Those are like mano y mano weapons. You know? And no, be- they're not. They're they are weapons. Be- beer bottles are distraction items. You know, you toss them to the left, you toss them to the right. You do a little dance with your beer bottles tight. And that's the way it works. But the fire extinguisher nunchucks are a personal item that you would use in battle against one person. No, Brian. No, Ryan. No, Ryan. You (laughs) beat him over the head with the beer bottle till it breaks, and then you shove him in the throat. Oh, my gosh. That got dark. I mean, like... Then you wear them. (laughs) How much bath salts is he on? Like, that's... These are the important questions. But I, I feel like I would probably go for Nicolas Cage and, and, and do what Lou said. Now, the other question is, like, is he on bath salts, the drug, or is he literally, like, standing on a whole uh, a tub full of bath salts? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> and, he's just, and he's just normal Nicolas Cage, and you got to beat him with your... He's just... He's the... Uh... <laughs> well, I feel like if he wasn't... If he was standing on bath salts and he was just greased up, he'd be like, um, could you maybe get me some water? And, and maybe move me off of these bath salts. I don't want to move because I'm so greased up I might slip and fall and then like falling on bath salts like that's just going to hurt. So I mean these are the things when you're submitting the what would Ryan do segments you got to have it ironclad because I will find a loophole. And this week it wasn't me. It was actually Bob. I don't know why he's helping yeah. me. He's, he's being I so don't know. Nice. I, just, I think I was just more curious than anything. Like I don't know. That's that's a really cool segment. I like the idea. Um, we need a cool <clears throat> bumper for it. I don't. Uh, <laughs> why you give me more work? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need a cool bumper for our next segment too, Bob. Yeah, I got one already. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's uh, this one right here. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> uh, you're definitely not rubbing that stench on my leather interiors. <laughs> that, that was it. Yeah. So uh, we have a Ask the Busy Zombie Lord this week, and please, Uh-oh. guys, keep them coming. We have a uh, we have we have a couple in the queue, but we can always use more because we need to test. We need to keep him sharp. He is he is <laughs> he's he's our sharpest knife in the shed. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. I wanted uh, this comes from Jonathan. Uh, speaking of uh, Zed, uh, the Zed podcast, uh, I wanted to ask. I wanted my chance to ask the Busy Zombie Lord some questions. I hope you guys are still doing the segment. Of course we are. I have a question for the Master of Zombie Knowledge. What is your five favorite cheesy and obscure zombie movies? Uh, In his first email to the show, he talked about Absolute Zombies, and he lists a couple other ones out here. But I I do want to hear, Lou, top five that come to your head. Cheesy and obscure zombie movies. That's a lot of pressure, man. Uh, Dead Hates the Living... Oh, okay. Nope, never mind. It's not. Uh, no, no. Uh, Dead Hate the Living would be the first one I come to. It's a weird, obscure one that nobody ever talks about. Never heard of it. Um, it's done by Full Moon, who do, do a lot. They did the Puppet Master movies and stuff. Um, I would say, uh, uh, what's it called? Children shouldn't play with dead things, no. which can be hard to find. Um, Cemetery Man, or its Italian name is De Los De La Morte or something like that. 
Um, I'm trying to look all these up. There, there's yeah, a lot there. I have not. I mean, Cemetery Man, I just deleted it from Ryan Goes in the Movies, but it, it's been suggested <laughs> to be watched for you quite a while. You can find it on YouTube. It, the, the, the entire movie's up on YouTube for free. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, uh, well, that, that's three. Do you want some? He gives a bunch of suggestions here. He says, uh, I don't think you stumped Lou. I think he just has so many zombie movies that he... Uh, I wish I knew I was going to need five movies beforehand because I'm trying to come up with them off the top of my head. Three's pretty good, though. Uh, he says, uh, but I don't know enough about your personal taste to feel comfortable. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, a movie that has the worst and most hilarious special effects ever. That's Absolute Zombies. Uh, I heard you guys drop some awesome funny holiday horror movies like... Thanks Killing, Jack Frost, and Santa's Slay. Someone also suggested trauma films in one of the early episodes. I believe it was Poultrygeist. So, uh, uh, yeah, Poultrygeist is okay. I'm not a trauma fan. Uh, he was just wondering how strong the Busy Zombie Lord's stomach was for B-movies. Do you guys really uh, like good films, or do you I'll, have a I'll, guilty pleasure? Uh, I can handle a good B-movie. My issue with B-movies is... Uh, there's a thing right now where people are making intentional B-movies mm. that they're missing the point on why they're a B-movie and they're focusing on the really bad special effects and not giving you any dialogue. So the movie is like mostly dialogue and it's really painful to sit through and then you get a really great gore scene. And it's like, uh... like uh, my example mm-hmm. of that would be Zombievers, you know? Oh. Yeah. Where like it was so painful to watch, but like every time the beaver zombie showed up, it was a good it was a good gag. But it happened so infrequently that you had to sit through the painful other stuff first. Hey, did you ever watch uh, Return of the Living Dead: Rave to the Grave? Uh, four, five, and six are the only ones of that series I haven't seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, Rave to the Grave is I think four or is it five? Four or five. Five. Five? <laughs> How many of them are there? Well, there's a lot. Six. Um, there was six the last time I heard, but I've the, the 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 newer ones have been harder to find. They're they were direct to DVD spinoffs. What was the other movies the off the video game the shooter? Oh, House um, of the Dead. House, House of, the of the Dead. Oh, yeah. I think they're on. I think they're on three of those now. Are they really? I think so. Ah, uh, Land Two of the Dead. Me. Land of the Dead was pretty bad too. Going back, thinking about it, it's it's okay. It's I didn't not enjoy great. It. Zombies with guns. I I, I didn't <laughs> like. I I, did, I disliked Diary of the Dead more. Yeah, we did. We cover that one on the show. I think we did, I, right? Uh, I think we've think talked so. about it. I don't think we've covered that episode. We covered uh, the one Which that was one? on the island. Which one does that? Survival of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, oh, with the with the zombie chick riding the horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, I think I pulled the clip after that somewhere too. Um, something about Lou. It's funny too because remember. it's funny too because I've seen a whole bunch of the actors from that movie mm-hmm. in a whole bunch of sh- TV shows lately in bit parts, mm-hmm. and every time I see them, I'm like, "Come on, give me your Irish accent." Oh, that's right. You're Canadian. You're not Irish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we well, uh, we take a lot of Irish. That jokes. was a good list. Yeah, I, I like think it. that's fine. Honestly, like, like given question, preparation, question. he could do ten. 
Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, you definitely like that's like you, you got to study for that quiz, man. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I have I have a pile of books here in the living room full of zombie con zombie knowledge about films. So <laughs> nice. Well, uh, thank you, Jonathan, for submitting that Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. You'll have we'll have more information on how you can submit your segment ideas and content suggestions. But first, thank you, patrons. Patreon.com slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. We're only $4 away from a monthly video game stream. Speaking of Zombies on a Plane, uh, or Left 4 Dead oh, for that matter. Boy. <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know. I think... I think playing video games with you guys would be a hell of a lot of fun. So uh, we could have some fun with that. What do you guys Lou think? And I, Lou and I played, what, Contagion? What was it, Contagion? Yeah, in three parts. Contagion. That was fun. That was a fun time. Uh, Ryan and I tried playing H1Z1 for like an hour. <laughs> <We> couldn't <laughs> find each other. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But, uh, yeah, I... I I love all of our patrons at patreon.com slash zombies in my podcast. Who is audio? Just playing a bunch of damn background audio. Uh, you guys go ahead. Go ahead what? I can't. You want me to, you want me to get in the wrap up? Is that what you want me to do? Yeah, I can't. All right. I've got audio um, coming out of my ear. All right, well. I can't do this. Oh my god. If you guys want to find more of our stuff, go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. You could email us and tell us your favorite bad zombie movie at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. You can also follow Ryan at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. I'm at Bobbert F. Uh, I don't know why I did that, like, really you pronounced did, it that, that was F. Well. That was like F. Uh, we're also wow. on uh, Alpha Geek. We, we broadcast usually live every Wednesday night. If you guys want to come in the chat room and hang out with us. Uh, big thanks to Joel Duggan for the artwork of the amazing logo for Zombies Ate My Podcast. You can find his stuff at joelduggan.com. Nailed it. A dot com. Thank you, Bob Fournier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou Page, do you want any Pizzoli before we get out of here? Mm, no, I think I'm all set. How about some cabbage? I can always eat some cabbage. Incoming bad zombie joke. Ooh, I got a lot of these to go over. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> hey, uh, hey, Lou. Hey, Bob. Why, uh, why'd the zombie read the New York Times? He was on a deadline? Well, that's a good one, but no! He heard it had great circulation. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> wow. That's a good one.